Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's like fantasy football. Fantasy football. Fantasy. It's time for One Dude with a Fantasy. 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 One Dude with just one fantasy. Okay. Tune in or listen on the Odyssey app. Bo Johnson gives you the latest fantasy football updates, picks, and more to make sure your team is a winner. Look, I don't know what sort of twisted fantasy you've concocted. One dude with a fantasy is on. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Now, here's Bo Johnson. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. You heard that right. Welcome to One Dude with a fantasy and Garrett Garrett hanging out on the other side of the glass we are an interactive fantasy football radio show so please hit us up 404-726-0929 that is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line that you can text us that is also the phone line call screeners up and open Garrett's manning that and uh, be sure to give us a call any lineup questions that you have start sits keeps drops general fantasy or life advice I'm here for you, but please interact with us. That's how it works. couple of things here. For all you people that say that you will not watch the World Series because the Braves are not in it, I feel for you because, wow, the drama. Look, we went over this Friday on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy. You can catch that one Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. There are people that say – they're not going to touch the World Series because the Braves are in it. I don't know if that's realistic or not. I don't know if they're really doing that. But, look, we had mad drama last night, and that's all you can ask for. I just don't want to sweep, and I don't think this World Series is going to be that. You had Seager tie it up in the bottom of the ninth. You had Adolis Garcia walk it off in the 10th. Drama. Lots of fun the World Series is, but this is not a baseball show. This is a uh, fantasy football show. Two more little bitty things, though. Garrett, they're trying to make cars too intelligent these days and it's it really gets on my nerves and it's really dangerous as far as I'm concerned so those of you that that know I was in an auto accident about two months ago I've been in a rental car for ever since I was in a rental car for so long that the one that I was in became due for an oil change so now I'm in a different one I was in a Volkswagen Taos it's the mid-size SUV the only gripe I had about that car is that it's an automatic transmission look when I step on the gas I want to go Automatic transmissions don't do that. But also, it's one of these cars that turns off every time you stop the car. Literally at every red light. There's a little button that you can press. I'm not in that the, car anymore, on the dashboard. but I would love for you to find it. I looked. I don't. I didn't see a button that There's looked one. like it was. There's one. It's a, it, it doesn't look like it should, but it, it, you just got to find that Talk little button. Talk about aggravating. It is so annoying. 
When I don't I think swipe I've never met anybody downstairs who to get in the parking garage, the car shuts off. Stop it. <laughs> the car that I'm in now, so now I'm in a Cadillac CTS. I don't like Cadillac. That one does the same thing. It's got a little bit more get up and go. Mm-hmm. But what the CTS, what the Cadillac does, this thing, they, they make it to where these cars are just think too much on their own. And it really bothers me. This one, if you kind of swerve or if you try turning lanes without a blinker on, mm-hmm. it'll stiffen up the steering wheel oh. and try to turn back. There's also another setting that you can change that. So I'm trying to switch lanes, blinker or not, and it's like fighting me on it until you get into the lane, then it picks up that you're inside the lane. Yeah. I had this a Chevy. so freaking dangerous. I had a rental car who did that. Every did time that. I'm switching lanes, it looks like I'm like weeble wobbling through the freaking interstate. You can change that setting in your car. Man, I hope so. You can change it. I should only be in this car for another. The car that I have, I didn't really put a down payment on a car. I put a deposit to hold a car because mm. it's not even at the dealership yet. That's how hard it is to find a manual transmission. It's hard. I put a deposit on a car about a month ago that wasn't supposed to get to the to the dealership till this week. Now it's delayed till next week, sometime in between October or November fifth and tenth. Now I'm being told, just to get this freaking car the manual transmission. <laughs> so aggravating. So That's now brutal, we're in a dude. Cadillac, and the previous driver of it was a smoker. So there's a slight oh, smoke no. spell. Oh goodness, Lord, man. Yeah, it sucks. But anyway, back to fantasy. Oh yeah. So hey, all nerds. Um, so the moon and Saturn were in conjunction last week, and if you didn't get outside with your telescope and look at Saturn, you missed out. It was great. This week, and for the next couple of weeks probably, right when it starts to get very like dark, like 9, 10 o'clock, if you're up till all the way to about 6 a.m., basically when the sun comes up, Jupiter's the brightest object in the sky. You don't need a telescope. All you need is binoculars, and you can see four of Jupiter's moons, which is really, really cool if you're into that type of stuff. Anyways, um, get out there and go look at some planets. There's a lot more out there. Thursday night football. On to fantasy football. Please get in touch with us. Call the show. 404-726-0929. Thursday night football. Bills 24, Bucks 18. This game was a little bit more of a, I don't want to say blowout, because it was never really a blowout, but the Bills were in steady control this game pretty much the whole time. The Bucks did effort a comeback at the end. There was actually a Hail Mary that if Chris Godwin would have just turned his body around and found the ball, he could have caught what would have been possibly the game tying Hail Mary pass. They still would have needed the two-point conversion. But Josh Allen goes 31 for 40, 324 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. He also added 42 rush yards. This is super important for Josh Allen, but it's also going to hurt one of his teammates, I think, and we'll get to that in a second. The only reason I'm bringing up Josh Allen for anything, Josh Allen's one of those guys that you leave in your lineup, right? I got a question during the week. Should I start Josh Allen versus the Bucks or Kirk Cousins? And I'm not 100% sure who the Vikings are playing. Let's take a look here. But that really doesn't matter. Kirk Cousins is a nice little streamer quarterback. He's a nice quarterback with a, with a high floor if you waited on quarterback. I don't mind having Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. They're playing the Packers this week, so middle-of-the-road pass defense. I don't mind having Kirk Cousins as my quarterback. And if you drafted Josh Allen probably in the third round and then took Kirk Cousins in the 12th, you really didn't need to do that because you're only really going to plug somebody else in for Josh Allen in one week, and that's Josh Allen's bye week as far as I'm concerned. Josh Allen is one of those guys that stays in your lineup. Don't get too cute and try to start Kirk Cousins over Josh Allen ever. Will Kirk Cousins have a better week than Josh Allen randomly? Of course he will. But Josh Allen now, if I'm not mistaken, out of the eight games they've played, Josh Allen has six over 20 points. He only has, and then the other two, 
were over 15 or something like that, whereas Kirk Cousins only has like four games over 20 points. Look, Kirk Cousins is a fantastic – he's a great little high floor, kind of a low ceiling. We'll get it done for you. You're not going to lose your season quarterback. But, look, don't, don't get cute with Josh Allen, and let's hope that he continues to run. 32 total points. Stephon Diggs, no surprises here. Nine for 70, doesn't get in the end zone, still gets you 16 points. Gabe Davis, talk about roller coasters. This is the time where you want to try to sell Gabe Davis. All right, Gabe Davis had nine receptions for 87 yards and a touchdown. He scored 23.7 points. All right, here's the roller coaster that is Gabe Davis. That is Mike Williams. That is pretty much every San Francisco 49ers pass catcher. Roller coaster. Up and down every week. That's why I, I honestly I try to avoid these guys. I like high ceiling guys like these guys are, but I'm not a fan of the high ceiling, low floor every week guys. I like consistency. If you're one of those people that likes riding the roller coasters in fantasy football, then you know Gabe Davis is one of your guys. So check this out. He scored 20 plus points in three, including Thursday night. He's also scored six points or less in three games, and then he scored a 10 point game and a 15 point game. So that's 20-plus in three, six or below in three, a 10-point game, a 15-point game. I'm out on that. I never draft Gabe Davis for that reason. There's other guys around where you're going to draft Gabe Davis. I don't know, what is that, 10th round or something like that, that I would prefer that have higher ceilings. Find you somebody that needs a wide receiver on their team or that has a bye week next week that they're going to have to fill in. Let's make sure the Bills aren't on bye next week. Buys next week are going to be the Broncos, Lions, 49ers, Jags. All right. Sell Gabe Davis if you can. If you can get a higher floor wide receiver, you might be able to get something a little bit more valuable this week coming off of a 25, 24 point game in Gabe Davis. All right. James Cook, 14 carries for 67 yards, one reception for six yards. Here's the big red flag. Not really a red flag. Here's the big, I don't know, thing that sucks for me. The more Josh Allen runs, the less. James Cook is going to be involved in the pass game. Let's hope that this balances itself out a little bit. Uh, I do think that one reception for six yards is a little bit more of an anomaly than something that's going to be consistent moving forward. James Cook's not coming out of my lineup because of an 8.3-point game. James Cook gets in the end zone. That changes to a 13-point game. We don't ch chase touchdowns here on one dude with a fantasy. So not a great game for James Cook, but he's not leaving my lineup. If with no teams on a bye, I may have somebody with a higher floor versus a stand-up, knock-em-down matchup, maybe. But I drafted James Cook as my RB, too, and that's where he's going to stay. He is that good of a player. Dalton Kincaid, welcome to the fantasy football party. Five receptions, 65 yards, and a touchdown, 17.5 points. While Dawson Knox is out, Dalton, Cade is a, Dalton Kincaid is a, you know, he's a tight end one as far as I'm concerned. Keep him in your lineup until Dawson Knox is out. Dawson Knox placed on IR. I think he has two more weeks, something like that. Dalton Kincaid is emerging as a startable tight end in fantasy football anyway. I don't know if he's always going to be like a top five guy. He's, this is 17.5 point performance is likely going to end up at like tight end number two on the week. Maybe tight end number one, depending on what uh, 87 does for the Chiefs. So Dalton Kincaid, if he's out, out there on your waiver wire, pick him up. Going to do great for you. Even maybe when Dawson Knox comes back, because you know we 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 chirp about it every week. The tight end landscape in fantasy football is garbage. Can't trust any of them really. They're all spiky. 
Nobody's consistent. There's like five guys, maybe four, that you can start on a week-to-week basis. The rest is just kind of, you know, it's a garbagey tight end landscape. That's what we deal with these days. Over on the Bucks side of the ball, Baker Mayfield looked 25 for 42, two touchdowns, 21.3 points. I ain't mad at that. Some people are having to start Baker Mayfield, even with no bye weeks this week. Andy Bunker and I are having to start Baker Mayfield in the uh, Falcons 92-9 league that we're in, little listener league. We did get shafted out of our first three draft picks and had to draft really, really late. We ended up with, you know, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield as our quarterback, some streamer guys. But look, 21 points is going to get it done every week. I'll take it. And Baker does have, you know, kind of that type of a, a floor. He may not ever have that 350 pass yard, four touchdown game. But that's a 16-team league. So that's probably the only leagues where you're starting Baker Mayfield with no teams on a bye. Mike Evans does Mike Evans things, three for 39 and a touchdown. Mike Evans has a very high floor. He, he's been great this season. He only gets you 13 points this week. That has not been the case for most of his season. He's had a pretty good season thus far. You're going to continue to start Mike Evans. Chris Godwin, welcome to the touchdown party. Five receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. First touchdown of the season. He gets you 17.8 points. Chris Godwin's one of those guys. He's almost in that roller coastery Gabe Davis category, or at least this season. Just hasn't been very consistent. But unless you have a very, very good matchup. You're probably going to leave Chris Goblin in your lineup like I have been on teams. You drafted Chris Goblin as a wide receiver too. If you went RB, RB, RB like I did in the league just because, you know, they were out there, you might have drafted Chris Goblin as a wide receiver one. So it's not like you're going to be benching Chris Goblin anytime soon, but you can flex him. If you've got somebody with a better matchup, by all means, I would leave Mike Evans in there. Chris Godwin, he can be flexed. And then Rashad White. Rashad White with a good game. He's going to be one of those guys that versus good matchups, he will have good games for you. Rashad White, nine carries for 39 yards. The biggest thing about Thursday night with Rashad White, seven receptions out of seven targets. If he's going to continue to get seven targets, he's going to ease himself into the start every week RB2 conversation. But versus bad matchups, he does not very he does not do very well. That's pretty much because versus bad matchups. The Bucs are kind of playing from behind. Baker Mayfield doesn't do enough to keep his team ahead to where they're ever going to probably be just running the clock and wanting to use Rashad White a lot in the fourth quarter. So 17.9 points for Rashad White. Can't ask for more than that if you had Rashad White starting, and you probably did. This actually hasn't – Bill's defense is a little bit banged up. Vaughn Miller's been out. They're missing some other guys. Trey White's been out. You can run on the Bill's defense. Rashad White proved that. They also give up a lot of points to running backs through the air. Rashad White proved that on Thursday night. So the Bills' defense, not quite as scary as maybe your uncle's Bills' defense. They can be had. As far as fantasy goes, they were had Thursday night. You had four players on the Bucks get you points that validated you starting them. So there you go. When we come back, we have one, two, three, four, five players that were fantasy relevant that have already been ruled out this week. So we're going to talk about some replacements. We also have a wide receiver that deked us this week. Had his fellow teammate saying he's going to be out for a while. Now he's saying he's going to play. Who could I be talking about? 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Who? Who? You're going to find out on the other side of this break. One dude with a fantasy. What's Radio 99 the game in the offseason? Well, let's give this a shot. This is One Dude with a Fantasy on Sports Radio 929, the game. It's a whole channel dedicated to nothing but fantasy. It's awesome. It's like oh. a fantasy football channel. Fantasy. Fantasy. Fantasy, fantasy, football, fantasy, 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 football, fantasy. If you like football, then you like fantasy. Fantasy, football, fantasy. Hey! Sports Radio 99 The Game. Welcome back to One Dude with a Fantasy. Thank you, Peyton. Yeah! Yeah! This is an interactive fantasy football radio show. Give me, give me a shout. 404-726-0929. You can hit us up on the phone line. Garrett's on the other side of the glass manning the call screener. You can hit, also hit us up on the Salmon Brothers Diamond text line like someone has from the 470. PPR Flex. Rice or Higgins? I assume this is Rashi Rice, and we know that it's T. Higgins. Uh, for this, for me, this one's very easy. I think that it probably is for you too, 470. And it's Rashi Rice. Um, several reasons why. Rashi Rice now has put together three games, double-digit fantasy points. T. Higgins only has one good game this entire season. And that good game was like a 25-plus point game or something like that, but he has put up some major duds. I don't know that it's all his fault, although he has been injured. Joey B has not been Joey B. He's had that calf thing. You may hear from Joey B with no teams on by in fire and ice. You may. The Cincinnati Bengals have one of the best defenses in the NFL in the San Francisco 49ers this week. The Kansas City Chiefs have the Denver Broncos, all right? 
That is a great matchup. The Denver Broncos are the garbagiest defense in the NFL. The only negative I would say that I could spot on Rasheed Rice, this is a great matchup for them. There is a chance that the, the Chiefs get out to a big lead, and it's a big Isaiah Pacheco game, which I do think is going to happen also. But out of those two, Rasheed Rice, T. Higgins, give me Rasheed Rice all day. You know, and Rasheed Rice is working himself into a definite every week flex. He's working himself into a, a wide receiver, too, over there with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. But, yeah, fire up some Rasheed Rice. Have fun watching the uh, – this could be a high-scoring game. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs have been – the reason why they got into so many shootouts in the past few years, their defense has not been great. Not this, not not much so the case this this season. Kansas City Chiefs – have one of the best defenses in the NFL. And they're actually a defense that you're going to fade players in fantasy football against. So give me some Rasheed Rice there. Thank you for interacting with us, 470. We appreciate it. On to the injury report. Any other calls or uh, texts, give us a shout. Love to answer them for you. We'd love to talk to you, 404-726-0929. You can also reach out to us on, on Twitter. I'm at Jedi Sports Radio. Garrett is at GChapATL. And there is the radio station, Twitter. At 929 the game. So we have a lot of guys already ruled out this week. Make other plans. Although the other plans, at least with this many guys already ruled out, there are options. Zero teams on by. I'm befuddled at how you can have two weeks with six teams on by, and then you have a random one week with no teams on by. I don't make schedules for the NFL. That's not me. I'm pretty sure a computer does it, and then they go and give you good matchups and such. Don't know how that works. But uh Two weeks with six teams on by a piece, and then one week with no teams on a buy, right in the middle of the bye weeks, to me, is kind of dumb. There's my two cents. Deshaun Watson, out. Probably a good thing, because when Deshaun Watson was in, he got hurt. Look, Deshaun Watson needs to get better. Dude got like $250 million guaranteed from the Browns, and he needs to sit out until he's right, even if that's the rest of the season. The Browns can't afford to have that money that they're giving to Sean Watson just be for not. They have the best defense in the NFL. They need a serviceable quarterback to get them through games. The guy that's going to be starting for the Cleveland Browns is P.J. Walker. I don't necessarily know that you're going to need P.J. Walker starting for your team as there are no teams on by this week. You probably drafted Deshaun late. You probably drafted Deshaun as your backup, so you probably have a better option than P.J. Walker. The Cleveland Browns do have the Seattle Seahawks. They can be had, although they have a good defense too. So, Also out, Daniel Jones, New York Giants with his neck problems. Daniel Jones should be back next week. Tyrod Taylor is going to be starting for Daniel Jones for the Giants. They're playing the Jets. Jets have a good defense. You probably have better options there. There's another Jones out. His name is Zay. Zay Jones out for the Jacksonville Jaguars, which could lead to a good week for Calvin Ridley. Christian Kirk's an every week starter for you. He is the number one, the Uno Nuno over there in Jacksonville already. But Zay Jones is out, which is going to allow them to spread some targets out there to the other guys. Hopefully, um, hopefully Calvin Ridley can get some consistent going here. Justin Fields also out. Tyson Bajent. Ty- Tyson or Tyler? Tyson? Tyler? That Bajent guy from that Division II school that he played at last year undrafted free agent had a good game last week you probably have better options but he would he would probably be out of those three backup guys pj walker tyrod taylor tyson tyler bajant we'll call him ty he's got the best matchup 
for the Chicago Bears, and I'd probably play him over the other two. San Diego Chargers have a very garbagey secondary and can be had through the air. Also out, Debo Samuel. All that's going to mean is, you know, it should mean more targets for Brandon Ayuk. Although always, it isn't always the case. That's not really how the 49ers work. And Justin Fields, already talked about Justin Fields. So Deshaun Watson, Debo Samuel, Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, Zay Jones, already ruled out. Talked earlier about a wide receiver that kind of deked us this week. Tyson, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has a hip issue. He was limited Thursday. Jalen Waddell got behind a microphone and was talking about how it's going to be a while before Tyreek Hill comes back. Those aren't his exact words. It was something to that effect that would lead you to believe that he was going to be out for a minute. Well, Tyreek came out and said that he's good to go. He's actually not even on the injury report anymore. So if Tyreek Hill is in the game, you play Tyreek Hill. You know, he's the best wide receiver in fantasy football this season. Hopefully that continues. Raheem Mostert, his teammate, no practice Wednesday, limited Thursday, says he'll play. Have Jeff Wilson Jr. available. If you already picked up Jeff Wilson Jr. this week on the waiver wire, regardless if you have um, Raheem Mostert or not, if Raheem Mostert's out, fire up Jeff Wilson. Don't think twice about it. If Raheem Mostert plays, Jeff Wilson still might be a decent flex option for you. Granted, this is this is Raheem Mostert saying he's going to play. He's still on the injury report with the ankle, so pay attention to that one. Jalen Waddle off the injury report. He was limited Thursday, but they have taken him off the injury report. He's going to suit up. Aaron Jones with the hamstring, limited Thursday, off the injury report. Come on, Aaron Jones, get on in there. I need you. Zach Moss, no practice Thursday. Did not practice in two of the three practices this week for the Indianapolis Colts. Look, this could, this should be the week where, look, he's gotten you through the last couple of weeks since Jonathan Taylor's been playing, but he's been a flex play at best. I've been trying to get you to sell Zach Moss. Now he's probably not going to play this week. Jonathan Taylor's going to get the bulk of the – Jonathan Taylor's going to pay off for you this week. They are playing the Saints. Saints have a stingy defense, but with all the work – and I'm talking, you know, 15 total touches is all Jonathan Taylor should need. You know, the Colts are probably going to be playing from behind. You know, Gardner Minshew got it done last week. A lot of that was on, you know, on the ground. He ran in a couple of touchdowns, so I don't, th- I don't expect that every week. But Zach Moss, likely not going to play. Saquon Barkley off the injury report. He had that hyperextended elbow on Sunday night. Came back in the game after it, put a little rubber thing on his elbow. Everything looks good. He should, he's going to play off the injury report. Darren Waller, questionable with a hammy. Best week of the season last year. I mean, last week, he should play is what the team says. Trevor Lawrence, questionable with a knee. He's been limited all week. Nothing is suggesting that Trevor Lawrence is not going to play. C.J. Beathard is Trevor Lawrence's backup. If I'm not mistaken, they play at 4 o'clock. So you may have to have an option ready before the 1 o'clock games start. No, they look like they're 1 o'clock. I can't even find their game here. Anywho. I think, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to play. He played last week on the knee, played well, even ran a little bit. So, big one here. Jerome Ford, doubtful with an ankle. Jerome Ford yesterday was upgraded to questionable. He may play. If Jerome Ford suits up, I don't want anything to do with he or what's my guy's name for the Browns? You know his backup. You know who I'm talking about. I don't want anything to do with Jerome Ford or his backup, Kareem Hunt. There you go, Garrett. <laughs> Brain farts happen. Um, if Jerome Ford is out, Kareem Hunt, 
you can play him versus the Seahawks. Good defense, but he's going to get the bulk of the work. If Jerome Ford does play and it's a 50-50 split like it was last week, I'm really kind of fading both these players, Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford, so pay attention to that one. But he was upgraded to questionable from doubtful yesterday. Ken Walker the third. If you went and picked up Zach Charbonnet, Ken Walker the third was removed from the injury report yesterday. Seahawks are saying that he is going to play. Hang on to Zach Charbonnet, though, if you picked him up off the injury off the uh, waiver wire. If anything happens to Ken Walker and Zach Charbonnet is given the bulk of the work, he is going to pay off for you. With Ken Walker in the mix, though, Zach Charbonnet is nothing but a backup that you can have on your bench just awaiting. But he 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 is one of those one of those great handcuffs out there. Zach Charbonnet is. Odell Beckham Jr. practicing full on Friday. He will play versus the Cards. Brock Purdy in the concussion protocol should play. The San Francisco 49ers are saying that Brock Purdy should clear concussion protocol. They have a 425 start, does Brock Purdy. Sam Darnold is his backup versus the Bengals. Sam Darnold is probably a serviceable backup. So if you have Brock Purdy and you need to start him this week, and you can get Sam Darnold, and you want to have Sam Darnold waiting there, and you need to plug Sam Darnold in, if Purdy doesn't play, that should work out okay for you. All right, Brock Purdy's been a little bit exposed over these last uh, couple of weeks, though. Roshan Johnson. This is a big one for all you Dante Foreman starters or owners. Roshan Johnson is expected to play. He has cleared concussion protocol. He's still listed as questionable with concussion on the injury report. He is expected to play. If Roshan Johnson plays, that might leave Dante Foreman as a flex play, but you probably, with no teams on by, you probably have a better option out there than Deontay Foreman. Look, he's not going to score three touchdowns every week. That's not how fantasy football or real-life football works. I'm sorry. Hate to break your heart there. Look, if for whatever reason Roshan Johnson is ruled out, you can play Deontay Foreman. He's a, he's a viable flex play for you. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, questionable with a back, full practice on Friday, still listed on the injury report. He should play. The only problem is it's Monday night football is Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know that you want to start Brian Hoyer. I would definitely have a better option out there. Maybe you have uh, Jared Goff ready. Jared Goff doesn't have a super matchup this week versus the Raiders, who actually have a pretty good pass defense. Maybe if you have both of those guys, you can wait. I'm pivoting because Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been a bad, uh, hasn't been a great fantasy starter for you this week anyway. Fire and Ice is next. Brian Gebhardt and I, I do have his picks. We double down on one, but I'm disagreeing with him on a couple. Going to get all into that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're going to run through fire and ice when we get back. This is one dude with a fantasy on Sports Radio 92.9. Back to one dude with a fantasy. My fantasy. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Now, it's time for Fire and Ice. Which players are on fire? Which players you should put on ice? On One Dude with a Fantasy, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. That's what I do. I drink and I know things about fantasy football. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to One Dude with a Fantasy. 
Last segment here for us. We are an interactive fantasy football radio show. 404-726-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line as well as the phone line. Garrett Chapman is manning the phone lines over there, so give us a call. We do have a few questions. We have one on the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Then we have a couple of text questions. Not from the tech. We have a couple on the text line. We also have a couple of that on my phone text. We have my phone number. You can feel free to text me. That's what I'm here for. Addison Moore or Myers as wide receiver too. For this one, for me, is very easy. If if Justin Fields is playing, it might be a little more difficult. But this one for me is Jordan Addison. Addison doesn't leave my lineup. You know, when Justin Jefferson comes back, that may be a question, but Jordan Addison is in my lineup, and he's a permanent fixture in my lineup uh, until Justin Jefferson comes back, and we have to have that conversation. DJ Moore has Tyson, has Ty Bajit throwing the ball to him. And then Jacoby Myers has been great too, but Devontae Adams is also on the Raiders and Devontae Adams is the squeaky will of lately but the Raiders haven't been good and Jimmy Garoppolo has been hurt we don't know if he's going to play so I'm going Jordan Addison there I'm not thinking twice uh Rusty what's up Rusty thanks for listening uh Curtis Martin or Ricky Waters uh old school fantasy question here look me personally I actually owned a Ricky Waters jersey back in the day this is going to be a based on a matchup question here but I'm going Ricky Waters I was a big Ricky Waters fan not an Eagles fan but I was a fan of Ricky Waters. He played for the uh, 49ers, too. I don't know why I was a fan of his. He just ran the football good. Uh, Nolan, shout out to my boy Nolan, who throws a great fantasy football draft party. Also a Chick-fil-A guy. And, dude, that uh, the honey pimento chicken sandwich, I don't know if we've talked since. I was at Nolan's house for a fantasy football draft party the day before this thing hit the streets. Man, wonderful. Go get you some. It's good on grilled. It's good on spicy. Any, any patty. Chicken. I just called it a patty. He's got pick two, Zay Flowers, Drake Flunner, DK Metcalf. Zay Flowers is going to be, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give you Zay Flowers right now as a fire pick for about, for wide receivers. Uh, the Cardinals is who Zay Flowers and the Ravens are playing. Five wide receivers have scored 15-plus points on the Cardinals in the last four weeks. All right? That's, that means in one game, they had two wide receivers put up more than 15 points on them because you can't play more than four games in four weeks, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure you could work that in there somehow. But Zay Flowers is one. DK Metcalf's the other one that I'm starting here. And it's because of Drake London's inconsistent fantasy play this season. All right? It looks like Kyle Pitts is kind of coming on in the scene. The Falcons don't pass the ball enough for all these mouths to be fed. I would imagine... Now, Arthur Smith just may give the middle finger to all of us. I would imagine, though, that you're going to see a, a big B. John Robinson game this week. At least, at least we hope so. Although the, um, the Titans up yonder do have a pretty good defense. So I'm going D.K. Metcalf, who will play, and Zay Flowers on that one. Jason asks, Falcons defense versus Will Levis or the Chiefs? That's a great one. All right. Who do the Chiefs have again here? Uh, they have, where'd you go, Kansas City? They had somebody that was playable. I do love the Falcons' defense versus Will Levis. The Falcons actually have a great fantasy defense this season. The Chiefs have the Broncos, all right? If, if Russell Wilson plays well, he can turn this into a shootout. 
All right, Chiefs have only a slightly better defense than the Falcons as far as fantasy football goes, and probably as far as real football goes, too. So give me the Falcons' defense versus a guy that's never even taken a snap for an NFL football team. I love the Falcons' defense this season in fantasy. They've been playing well. All right, on to fire and ice here. Let me make sure there's no more questions on the old text line. But, yeah, we got about ten, uh, eight minutes before John Fricky comes in. 404-726-0929, hit us up. On fire this week from the quarterback position. Fire up C.J. Stroud versus the Panthers. I think the Panthers take yet another loss. Look, they're a little stingy versus the pass um, on paper, but they're not good at applying pressure. And if you can't apply pressure to C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud's going to find one of his receivers. He's going to have a good game for you. Look, I get it. There's no teams on bye. So finding relevant or startable quarterbacks in fantasy football is purely matchup dependent. I think C.J. Stroud has a great matchup. He does use his legs. ESPN has a nerdy stat. It's called fantasy points adjusted by however the defense plays your style of quarterback. And the Panthers offense or Panthers defense should add 8.4 points to whatever C.J. Stroud's average is. So there you go. That's very nerdy and very deep right there, but it is the thing. Dak Prescott, fire him up versus the Rams. Mark Zeno was on the uh, midday show with Andy and Randy on Thursday. He gave out some weird nerdy betting stat about the Cowboys coming off a bye and the Rams having a certain amount of games, you know, before somebody coming off a bye. And it was not good. It looked all Cowboys. And I kind of agree with it. Rams are giving up 209 uh, pass yards a game. Dallas has had two weeks to study for the Rams. This is a week that Dallas gets back on track. Um, so fire up some Dak Prescott versus the Rams there. Brian Gebhardt's fire pick is Jared Goff versus the Raiders. Now, I'm not 100% sure if I believe in this one. I'm not saying that I'm saying Jared Goff is an ice pick this week for you. I just don't agree that he's a fire pick that you're just going to go rolling him out there willy-nilly with no teams on by. All right, the Raiders only give up 189 yards through the air this season. They're the fifth-best passing defense in the NFL. And let's have a look here at what they give up to the quarterback position. They're 20th. So they're the 10th stingiest, stingiest defense in the NFL. Ryan Gebhardt says fire up Jared Goff versus the Raiders. I'm not saying I completely disagree, but I do a little bit disagree. As far as ice picks go for uh, quarterback, Geno Smith versus the Browns. All right, you can fire DK Metcalf, Metcalf up. You can fire up Tyler Lockett if he plays, but I'm not starting the quarterback. No teams on by this week. You've got many better options, I assume, than Geno Smith versus the best defense in the NFL. The Cleveland Browns are only giving up 149 yards through the air per game this season. You've got better options than Geno Smith. All right, here we go. Here's one for you that might give you some shivers. Joe Burrow versus the 49ers. Look, Joey B's had two good games this season. Joe Burrow is averaging 11.4 fantasy points per game in 2023. It's the calf. I have no reason to believe it's anything but the calf. The calf's still not better. It's This is a tough one. Joe Burrow's given up 11.4 points per game this season. San Francisco is averaging 11.5 points per game this season to the quarterback position. So there you go. There's some math for you. I don't like Joe Burrow. If I have a better option, I would, I would look, I would fire CJ Stroud or Dak Prescott up over Joe Burrow. I would not fire Jared Goff up. I wish Brian Gephardt was here to justify his Brian, I mean his uh, Jared Goff pick versus the Raiders on Monday night. But, and then Gardner Minshew 
is Brian Gebhardt's ice pick versus the New Orleans Saints. I agree with this one wholeheartedly. I don't have Gardner Minshew as an ice pick myself, but I do agree with this one versus the Saints. But that will lead me into wide receivers and my first fire pick for wide receivers. And that is someone that Gardner Minshew throws the football to on the Indianapolis Colts. It's not Michael Pittman. It's Josh Downs. Now, look, I'm not saying bench Pittman. You're not benching Michael Pittman. He's not an ice pick. Although the productivity for both of these guys might be a little off. The reason why I'm saying Josh Downs is a fire pick. The Saints are not good versus the slot. That's where Josh Downs plays most of his snaps. Seventh most uh, fantasy points versus the slot position this season are the New Orleans Saints giving up. They are also great against the perimeter wide receiver. That's where Michael Pittman plays. Marshawn Lattimore patrols out there. He hasn't done a whole lot of shadowing this season, but Paulson Adebo is on the other side, and both of them are pretty good. So Michael Pittman's going to see his fair share of Marshawn Lattimore on Sunday. Josh Downs should be a great pick for you out of the slot versus the New Orleans Saints. Already went through Zay Flowers, start Zay Flowers this week. Brian's fire pick is another one that you're going to kind of tightrope tiptoe about, and that's Calvin Ridley. I don't disagree with this one. It's just not a fire pick that I'm rolling on out there versus the Steelers. The Steelers can be had through the air. Hopefully with no Zay, uh, Zay Jones over there for the Jacksonville Jaguars, that more will lead to more success for Calvin Ridley this week. He just hasn't been very consistent. I don't have Calvin Ridley on any teams, and it would be very difficult for me to bench Calvin Ridley on any week. And that's still after week one. We're in week eight. Calvin Ridley had a great week week one. He has not really done much since then. But by name value and talent, you know that that can happen at any time. We're just waiting on it. Christian Kirk, definitely your guy over there for the Jags. On to uh, ice here. You're going to ice Nuke Hopkins versus the Falcons. Look, the Falcons have given up the sixth fewest points to the wide receiver position. Only four wide receivers this entire season. We're on week eight. Only four wide receivers have scored 15 or more points versus the Atlanta Falcons this week, this year. All right? Do not like new Hopkins this week. Also, Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy versus the Chiefs. One of them's probably going to have a decent game because they're probably going to be playing from behind. If I'm having a pick, I'm saying Cortland Sutton will probably have the better game than Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy did catch all of his catches last week, like six for like 60 or something like that. Eighth best points versus wide receivers and the sixth best in the NFL versus the pass are the Kansas City Chiefs. If you had to flip a coin between one of these Broncos wide receivers, give me Cortland Sutton, but I don't want to start any of them if I have to, and there's no teams on by. So we're also going to ice a fire pick from last week, Jackson Smith and Jigba versus the Browns. Both Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf practice in full on Thursday, and both guys will probably play. And Browns are the best defense in the NFL. How many times do we have to reiterate that? They're good. It just still sounds weird coming out your mouth. Brown's best defense in the NFL. I get it, but it's week eight. They're good. Don't like Jackson Smith and Jigba this week. On to the running back position. We only got about 90 seconds here. Fire up some Gus Edwards this week versus the Cardinals. Fourth most points to running backs are the Phoenix Cardinals, Arizona. And they've given up nine touchdowns to running backs this season. We are in week eight. That means we've only played seven games. They've given up nine touchdowns to running backs in seven games. That's pretty good odds there for Gus Edwards there, who had a great game last week. 
pardon me. Fire up Isaiah Pacheco. Ding, 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 ding. This is a player that Brian Gebhardt and I doubled down on this week. Fire up Isaiah Pacheco versus the worst defense in the NFL. They give up the most total yards and rush yards allowed in the NFL are the Denver Broncos. Brian Gebhardt and I doubled down on Isaiah Pacheco this week. On to some ice. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders has only had one finish inside the top 20 this season. All right, that was week three. He's only had one other finish over eight points. This is simply a performance ice pick right here. They do have a decent matchup to the Carolina Panthers versus the run. But me, if I had a choice, I'm benching Miles Sanders, or at least I'm lowering my expectation. It's going to depend on your own roster construction, what you're going to do there. I'm also icing Brian Robinson versus the Eagles. Look, Robinson's kind of fallen into a weird timeshare with Antonio Gibson. I don't know why. I can't explain it, but it is what it is. In the last month, they've been 50-50, and Brian Robinson has only topped 15 points, or only one running back this entire season has topped 15 points versus the Eagles. That does not bode well for Brian Robinson. Brian Gebhardt's ice picks for you. He's got two. Javante Williams versus the Chiefs. I agree with that one. Look, Javante Williams in a great matchup. I'd start. I've told you since week one, not a big fan of the coming back from ACL guys, although Brees Hall has had a great fantasy season so far. And Najee Harris versus the Jags. Jags are a pretty good defense this season. Najee Harris has been in a timeshare. It's kind of ridiculous. Super big uh, fantasy. I don't want to say bust thus far because Najee Harris wasn't really taken early anywhere. In a timeshare in Pittsburgh with uh, Jalen Warren and... Najee Harris is getting the groundwork. Warren's getting the the pass game work. I don't really like either of them, but the Jags, you're probably going to ice both of them this week. Thank you, everybody that texted. Thank you. Well, nobody really called this week, but, hey, tune in next week. You never know. We'll be back next Saturday, 7 a.m. Thank you, Garrett, for manning the, uh, the board from the other side of the glass there. Any other questions, hit me up on Twitter, if you may. As for now, John Fricky and the two-man college football game time is next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.